Hey, everybody. Welcome to AST Radio. This is Matt, your host. Uh, I want to welcome all the new listeners. Uh, we got a bunch of new listeners from iTunes. Um, thanks for subscribing, and I uh, hope you like the show. Let me explain to you uh, briefly what AST Radio is all about. Um, this is the official podcast of AspecialThing.com, and AspecialThing.com is uh, a comedy community online. Uh, it's a Los Angeles-based website for alternative comedy. So uh, what we do on this show is we interview comics, um, some of my favorite comics, and uh, we play some clips of comedy sometimes. Uh, we do a few different things. And uh, we also use this as sort of as a launch pad for some other podcasts like uh, Walking with Michelle, which is Michelle Balloon's uh, sort of uh, tourist travel podcast uh, that we just uh, launched last month. And so I, I think you should, uh, you know, if you're new to the show, uh, go back and check out some of the old episodes. Um, there's some, some good stuff on there. And uh, this week, or uh, on this episode, I guess I should say, since we're not really weekly, um, we're doing another Doug Benson interruption edition of AST Radio. And uh, what that means, if you haven't uh, heard us before, is that we're going to play clips from the UCBLA show, The Doug Benson Interruption. Uh, which runs once a month. And um, usually I have Doug here with me to uh, to discuss the clips um, and discuss the show, but uh, he's pretty busy right now doing a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he's working on a documentary called Super High Me. Uh, so check that out when it, uh, when it comes out. It's a, it's, he's, uh, he's, he spent one month uh, uh, pot free and now he's spending one month smoking uh, a lot of pot and uh it's sort of a takeoff on uh, supersize me so um that should be fun he's got a lot of other stuff going on he's got another podcast called uh doug benson's i love movies which is going to be coming out on handheld comedy soon so uh check all that out and but right now let's uh let's check out his uh monthly U ucb show which uh if you haven't seen it or, or heard it on this podcast before basically the structure of it is Doug will come out and do a, a stand-up set, and then he brings out some of his uh, his friends in comedy. But he keeps a mic off stage so that as they're doing their act, he'll jump in and, and uh, interact with them, uh, interrupt them whenever he feels like it. And uh, some fun stuff usually comes out of it. So um, this was a this was a great show, and uh, I'm I'm excited to share some of the clips with you. Uh, let's start it off with, uh, Doug's set. Uh, he was, he had a lot of business to take care of, mostly explaining why that there was this camera crew following him around and, uh, all that stuff. Um, but he also was getting ready to, to, uh, perform on a Katrina benefit. So he wanted to try out a joke from, uh, for, for that. So here's, uh, Doug Benson at the, uh, Doug Benson interruption. The situation with Katrina is no laughing matter, and I, even though I'm a comedian, you know, I can't make light of it, but it is important to try to see the humor and everything, and uh, I, <laughs> I thought it was really funny when Kanye West went on that telethon and said, George Bush doesn't care about black people, and then Mike Myers went, ooh. <laughs> It was really, that was really funny to me, but like Kanye West wasn't trying to be funny, and the thing is, he could have used humor to make his point instead of just blurting out a statement that some people were shocked and offended by. Like, for instance, I think this is what Kanye West should have done. He should have, he should have turned it into a joke somehow. Like, this is what I would do if I were him. I'd say, knock, knock. <laughs> 
George. George. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> All right, so Doug didn't do uh, too much Katrina stuff. Uh, he just had a couple. I think that was the only joke, actually, that he wanted to test out. Um, and I'm not sure if he ended up using it. We'll have to ask him next time he's on the show uh, how that went. Um, in other Doug Benson news, he had uh, just come off a, a writing gig working on the uh, William Shatner roast. He wrote some jokes for Patton Oswalt uh, and, and various other people who performed on that show. And uh, he kind of wanted to use, not all of his jokes made it on the air, um, so he wanted to sort of get some use out of the the, uh, the extra jokes that he had written out. So here is Doug Benson uh, roasting William Shatner. Uh, he's, uh, as, as, when you listen to it, you have to just imagine him uh, pretending that various people sitting uh, in the front rows to either side of him are... Uh, Andy Dick or whoever he might be talking about. So he's he's kind of pointing to people and uh, and uh, using up his uh, his roast jokes. We're here to roast William Shatner tonight. First of all, congratulations on your promotion, Bill. You went from Captain Kirk to Colonel Sanders. He's he's fat. Uh, Kevin, oh, Kevin, oh, Kevin Pollack is here? Hey, Kevin. Nice to see you. Thanks for wearing the, the long shorts tonight. Um, celebrity Poker Showdown called, and uh, they say that Dave Foley's doing a great job. So continue to not be on the show. Um, <laughs> hey, Andy Dick is here. Loves to sit on the floor, that guy. You gotta love Andy Dick, because if you don't, it just makes him want you more. Uh, I'd say Andy Dick is crazy as a shithouse, crazy as a shithouse rat, but that would be mean to shithouse rats. <laughs> you know I'm teasing you, Andy. You know I love that show that you're not on. All the shows you're not on, I love. Artie Lang is here. I love the cute top, Artie. Uh, what is there to say about Artie Lang that hasn't been etched with a knife into a bathroom stall wall in, in Spanish? Did you know that the word dachshund is spelled the same in English and Spanish? No wonder Pat didn't want to say that. The things you learn while taking a dump at Artie, Artie's mom's house. Speaking of Mexicans, Carlos Mencia couldn't be here tonight because he's too busy thinking of stuff to be mad about on his Comedy Central show. Mind and Mencia is the perfect title because the phrase most used by people watching it is, Would you mind changing the channel? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to get him to try to burn somebody that wasn't even going to show up. Someone tell Fred Willard that it's almost time for his pudding. And finally... And finally, my favorite joke that uh, Jeff Ross came close to saying, but then he did a different version of it, is, it's great to be here at the roast. There's free booze, and Farrah Fawcett is the gift bag. That is... Yeah, exactly. But you want to get booze at that thing. That's fun, too. All right, we're back. Uh, so this was a kind of special edition of the Doug Benson interruption, I guess, because in addition to, or maybe instead of having just comics coming out and doing their act and getting interrupted, uh, Doug invited some, uh, UCB improv people to, uh, to come out and, 
do improvised stand up, which uh, means I guess they just you know, they have nothing prepared. They come out and take a suggestion uh, from the audience and then just try to riff on that. Um, I guess they did this once at the Del Close Marathon in New York, uh, which is they do something ridiculous like 72 hours of straight uh, improv in honor of uh, Del Close, who's sort of a, the, the father of, uh, of long form improv. Um, I'm not sure that's exactly true. Uh, you might want to check that, uh, check your comedy history books about if he's actually the father of it. He, he was a very influential guy who ran second city and, uh, and, uh, sort of inspired a lot of the techniques that the UCB guys use and, uh, among other people. So, um, anyway, the, the, for this show, they brought out, uh, they had a few improv people and then a few stand up people. Um, so the first couple of clips you're going to hear are, uh, they just uh, it's it's comics it's it's improv comics taking taking suggestions and uh and trying to spin comedy out of it so we're going to start off with Paul Shear who uh is a fellow uh best week ever performer with Doug uh you might see him on that show on VH1 this is uh this is Paul i guess his suggestion was circumcision someone yelled out circumcision and somehow that led him to uh this story about a recent doctor's appointment that he had. So here's Paul Shear. I had a doctor's appointment uh, for the first time in like a couple of years because I just don't go when I don't have insurance. And, uh, and I just hope for the best. And then when I get there, the doctor looks at me and just shakes her head like, have you gone to a dentist? No. She's like, you better. I'm like, all right. And like, have you exercised? No. She's like, what are you trying to kill yourself? And I got to start to feel really guilty about it. But she made me take off my pants with uh, no preparation at all. I, like, I thought that's like a return visit. Like, next time you come back and you'll take off your pants. And... <laughs> so I get prepared for it. I get, like, mentally prepared. We'll see like... you in three months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 like, Do some laundry. <laughs> I gotta get, you know, like, because then I'm like, oh, I, I did shower, but am I smelling okay? Like, I don't know. I, a myriad of problems comes in. I have more problem taking off my pants for the first time for a doctor than I think I would have for taking sex. That would be, there's more for a doctor because I have to be clean. It's making a good first impression. Yeah, well, also, the lights aren't out and she's not drunk. Yes, true. Both true. Uh, or but, odd, but, oddly, but oddly, she, like many people I sleep with, hit her penis between her legs. Uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Jane Gum. Uh, so that's a Lambs reference. It's okay. You don't have to get it. It puts the lotion on itself. Uh, the... Uh, uh, so she, yeah, so she just whipped off my pants and, uh, and you know, and she fiddled around a little bit uh, and, you know, figuring out everything. And fiddled she, around? Did she play deliverance on your balls? <laughs> You're a little out of tune. Uh, you have a slight hernia. Uh, and, and, you know, so she, yeah, she, she just made it like, so I just, I'm, I'm awkwardly standing there and, and she's like, do you know how to check yourself for, you know. Before you wreck yourself? <laughs> I was like, shit, yeah. And I started doing this. Uh, yeah, so she, you know, so boom, uh, she's feeling around, she's getting all up in there, and she's like, you know how to check yourself uh, for testicular cancer? And I said, of course. And she's like, well, let me show you anyway. I was like, ah, I thought I, I dodged that bullet. <laughs> you know, I wanted to get out of there. Like, yes, I know, of course, yes, yes. Uh, you know, so yeah, and she checked me all out, and it was uncomfortable. Well, how did she tell you how to do it? Um, There's probably some fellas here that could learn a little well, tonight. Um, 
She told me, she's like, just wait until you get in the shower and you're all soapy. Oh. She likes to set a mood. I like it. Candles. I remember, like, soapy and, like, she was, like, really, she's like, don't check yourself until you're in the shower and you're soapy. She's like, and then you take your hand and she's like, and you you make a little, like, this shape. And uh, then she hit me. I looked at it and she hit me. Uh, uh, knows that it's a, game. it's a weird game yeah. that, that guys like to play it's just an excuse to punch another dude and yeah, take one like, more step towards homosexuality <laughs> he's basically like this hey what's this and then people look at it and boom you hit him um, <laughs> so yeah she's checking out and then, I don't know, then you just graze around and you see if you find anything um, and well, see, don't they say look for like a, a like a hard part or something I guess or? yeah she like she like she's like and you feel it and she was really like, she was doing it to me and I and meanwhile I'm like I'm just going yep yep I'm not hearing a word because I'm thinking she's squeezing my testicles and I'm there I'm like getting the, the sweats where I'm like it's hot it's really hot is it hot in here like uh, this is way I'm way not prepared for that uh, so yeah you squeeze around you find it out even talking about it makes me uncomfortable because I feel like I don't need to squeeze that on a daily basis uh, but I have to do yeah, it once you a just month. have to do it once a month That's have you, it. Have you done it? it's August it's I have done it I've done it twice I have done it twice and both times I've gotten soapy uh, so, uh, no, but that. So that that that's been that's been interesting for me to have that. Uh, I'm you know on the circumcision front. Uh, the other uh, <laughs> uh, from the front lines of circumcision, <laughs> reporter Paul Shear. That's what you should be checking. Uh, what else? All right. So that was Paul Shear. Uh, I guess I should explain if you don't know the game that they were talking about uh, and can't picture. Uh, what he did on stage there uh just picture someone making the okay signal with their uh their index finger and thumb and and uh and the game they're talking about is is guys like to do is where you, you sort of hold the the uh, circle with your index finger and thumb you know somewhere by your waist and and if you make someone look at it then you get to punch them um i don't understand why that game exists uh i do know if you they didn't mention this but if you if you stick your finger through the hole as the person looking at it before they take it away then you get to punch the other person so you can reverse it i think uh it's an important thing to remember uh, now that you know this game you know how to win it okay um so the next improv comic up on stage was actually the uh the ucbla's artistic director seth morris who uh in addition to running that theater is also uh, uh an accomplished improv uh and sketch performer and um does ask cat a lot with uh with the ucb guys so um check him out if you're ever in la on a uh, friday or saturday or i guess on sunday also or maybe is it just saturday it's just saturday and sunday i'm sorry uh, check out the UCB, uh, any night of the week, actually. They're, uh, they're always putting up great shows and, uh, like this one. So here is Seth Morris. Um, he actually had his own, he got his own suggestion, but then after he did that, he wanted to go back and use Paul's suggestion of, uh, circumcision because he had a funny story about that. Oh, the only other thing you need to know about this clip is that Doug was wearing a shirt that said off. Uh, because it was the August, the month of August was his month of sobriety of not smoking pot. So he went to neighborhoodies and got uh, one shirt that says off. And then he got another shirt or he's going to get it. Or maybe he already has because he started the, uh, the month of on. So he's got a, an on shirt now, I guess. 
But uh, so that that comes up in the conversation uh, in this clip. So uh, here's Seth Morris on circumcision. Um, you talk about circumcision. I'm I'm from Marin County. Anybody? Anybody? A lot of a lot of dirty hippies in Marin. Yeah, and, 420 um, was invented there. That's right. That's true. That's one of the few things I know about pot. Yeah. Uh, and there was this one. You know, every once in a while you see these like van cars or vans that like they take on one cause. They're just like. We want normal milk, and they have like all kinds of bumpers. And you're like, I didn't know that was a thing, really. There's this Volvo that had this thing. It was like stop ritualized torture, and it had this baby. It was all against circumcision, and they had this really well done drawing of a baby strapped down onto this thing with its dick hanging out. And it's like, ah! and I was like, God damn, you know, like you're ruining. You're caught, like, I'm sure it's painful, but you're parodying yourself as you talk about how this thing is bad because you're being funny, Lady in the Volvo. <laughs> you're making circumcision seem kind of funny. Like while you're exchanging insurance information with her, I, I rammed your car because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> at this, I just I would love sticker. her to go down to the bumper sticker factory and be like, you, well, you know about the issue. What? <laughs> Babies, their penises are being tortured every day. What I want is a, you know, and it's like, it really is kind of homoerotic when you think about it. No, honestly, not like I would want to fuck this baby, but it did look very vulnerable. Fuck you for laughing at that. I asked them at neighborhoods. I said, "Do you have a pot leaf that I could put on my shirt?" You know, and they they whipped one out pretty fast. Like they had one. I, I decided not to because I decided to go more minimalist with it. But whatever that word is. But I but I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go back in now and ask them if they have a strapped down baby. <laughs> oh sure. Do you there you go. Oh okay. Oh yeah. I, I thought I'd stump you. I'll be back tomorrow. Right. I'm going to go check in with the artistic director at UCB right. and see what else he's got. Yeah, I, I just think it's funny, like, the shit that people put on their... Uh, my favorite bumper sticker is, Here today, gone to Tahoe. <laughs> I fucking love it. Especially people in Tahoe that have that. It's, it's you funny. have to brag about, uh, Here today, gone to the poor man's Vegas. <laughs> It's like Tahoe is. Isn't it? You can. I've never heard gone make to Tahoe. Make meth and water ski. Like, what's great about Tahoe? <laughs> I just came back from Tahoe. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I had a great time not smoking pot. And the most amazing thing happened. We, I, we were shooting a scene on the lake. I was standing talking to a girl, and uh, uh, we're just standing there talking, and uh, a young lady like walked behind us and I kind of looked at her like what's she up to and she like sticks her head in a bush and then and then and then is in there for a second and then she walks back out of frame and I turned and I looked at the guy holding the camera and I go did you see that and he's like what and I'm like that girl just fucking went in that bush and took a took a hit of weed while we're standing around making a movie about me not smoking oh. a girl did it on camera and then we looked at it later and it's like fucking it's all there just this girl she has no idea you guys are no there. idea is why we're there we have no idea what you know we don't know her just wanders into the middle of the shot and fucking busts out a pipe and takes a hit in a bikini and she looked good <laughs> are you sure that, that really fantastic. happened or were you is that like just a hungry person seeing it somebody turn into a drumstick <laughs> And they're just like, ooh. Seth Morris, ladies and gentlemen. 
All right. This isn't going to really make a lot of sense in audio for you guys. Uh, but uh, I, I like the idea of, of, of uh, the challenge of trying to convey to you how funny this was without you guys being able to see it. So just imagine a dog, a really cute dog, actually, kind of a um, maybe an Australian shepherd mix or something uh, sitting on stage uh, with a microphone uh, in his face and uh and doug trying to interact with him and and talking really talking to andy daly who's who's uh who's in the booth pretending to be this dog's voice so um in the tradition of the the improv section of the show the uh the dog name whose name is bart by the way bart took a suggestion from the crowd and uh the suggestion was jeff goldblum so uh, here's Bart the dog. And, and just keep in mind that uh, Tammy Sager, uh, Tammy was feeding him treats while uh, Andy was doing the voice just to try to keep him busy and try to keep him focused <laughs> because he kept kind of sitting down and then getting up and walking around and, and, and wanting to leave or you know turn his back on the crowd. So, uh, so Tammy's keeping him in line with treats. And uh, I hope this makes at least a little sense to you guys. The right. Jeff Goldblum. Huh? What about Yeah, him? yeah, let's talk about Jeff what Goldblum. What about him? Have you seen any of his movies? <laughs> well, I did see The Fly. I did like The Fly. That was good, yeah. Sure. Be afraid. Go ahead and be afraid or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was right. Any other Jeff Goldblum movies? What about you, Tammy? Uh, we saw Jurassic Park. Oh, sure. Oh, he was in... Uh, he was Jurassic in Park. And boy, I, I guess they think it's real funny when the dinosaur eats the dog. You know, like that happens hours before it eats any people. So it's like... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Some people haven't seen it yet, Bart. Oh, sorry, folks. Don't bother. You're not going to be impressed by the uh, special effects anymore. Uh, special effects have come a lot further, in your opinion? Sure they have. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll go back and watch Batman, the first Batman. Yeah. It's, where the Joker falls off the building, and it's just like, uh, oh, we're watching a cartoon for a minute. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. you got a really good eye for uh, this sort of thing. Well, I watch a lot of TV. I spend a lot of time at home alone, don't microphone. I, Tammy? Into the microphone. I, say I spend a lot of time alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. That was excellent. All right, so that was Bart the Dog. Um, on, the, on second listen, maybe that doesn't make much sense to you guys just listening, but I think uh, I think he started licking the microphone, and that's why people erupted in laughter. Uh, all right, so that was the end of the improv uh, section of the show. To kick off the stand-up section of the show, Doug brought out his old marijuana logs buddy, Arge Barker, uh, who is a, a great comic from San Francisco. Um, the Marijuana Logs is an off-Broadway show that Doug and Arge did with Tony Kameen in, uh, in New York for a while. And they, and they still tour with it, although in different configurations. Actually, I think Seth Morris was one of the fill-ins. They have a few different guys that they do the show with. But it's basically three guys on stage doing pot jokes. Um, uh, really funny pot jokes, I guess I should say, because that that has the potential to be kind of lame, but it, they actually uh, did something really cool with it. So check that out if it comes to your town. Um, and right now, check out Arge Barker on The Interruption. Um, Arge was a little put out comically, I guess jokingly put out, that um, that Doug sort of introduced him by way of saying, all right, uh, you know, we have all these brilliant improv guys, and now here's some stand-up. So he, he joked about that. 
So about halfway through the set, uh, Doug decided, uh, all right, well, if you want to give it a shot, how about you try some improv comedy? And so that led to this. Now, I, I, I we can get a topic from the audience if you want to prove that you can. <laughs> yeah, okay. That you fucking can do fucking it. do what they were doing. Let's fucking do this shit. All right, what is it? Meat grinding. Meat, okay, grinding. meat grinding. Here we go. Arch Barker. Uh, um, meat grinding. I just uh, what? Uh, seriously, what's up with meat grinding? <laughs> I mean, are you mad at the meat? <laughs> You fucking, dude, I'm gonna grind you. It's like, it's like, how, I mean, why? This is easy. Oh, that's shit, let's get another topic. Yeah, that was great. Topic. I'm fucking on a roll. Come on, another one. Give us another one. Bachelor parties. Bachelor parties. Here we go. parties. Um, uh, yeah, I, I like uh, parties. Um, I would be, uh, <laughs> I went, I actually, uh, I almost had a, uh, I was driving down here on Highway 5, and uh, I went into the, uh, no, this is true though, I was on my way to a bachelor party, and I went to, I went in to use a toilet in one of those little, near Coalinga, uh, where they do a lot of meat grinding, and I went in the toilet, and I washed my hands, and then I go to the urinal, and this guy's like, kind of looking at me like I'm a freak. And like I don't have to defend myself, but I think it makes perfect sense t- to wash my hands before I take a piss because the way I figure it, the uh, handle of the of the of the truck stop toilet is like infinitely filthier than my penis. You know what I mean? I mean, you know what I mean. So doing it in that order makes a lot more sense to me than doing it the other way around. I mean, who am I trying to protect here? And also, <laughs> you know what I mean? And. I mean, if you think about it, it's simple logic. Like how many filthy trucker hands have touched the door handle in a day? Like, 50 or 100? Okay? Thank you. How many, uh, how many filthy trucker hands have touched my cock? Like, maybe six or seven? <laughs> on, a, on a good day? Okay, so let's say that. I liked how they liked that one, even though you could really see it coming from, like, a long stretch. But, uh, like, six or seven, you, like, pick the perfect numbers. Well, sometimes it's comforting. (laughs) It's comforting to know where it's going. Here comes the 6 o'clock punchline. (laughs) You can see it on the horizon. And that was Doug Benson's impression of a train. Uh, So, Arge, um, that's Arge. (laughs) Uh, We're going to hear a little more Arge at the end of the show. uh, Because, well, you heard there, he, he basically was trying to weave his... Uh, his own joke into the whatever the suggestion was, uh, but we're going to hear some of his uh, his actual material uh, unfiltered at the end of the show because I like to close it out strong. Uh, so the next comic up, actually the last comic of the night, uh, Nick Swartzen was supposed to be at the show, but he uh, he couldn't get away from. Uh, I think he's shooting a movie, uh, so uh, Graham Elwood ended up being the last comic of the night. Um, Although he did come out after his set, he came back out with a blonde wig and did a, a Nick Swartzen impression and tried to <laughs> tried to give the crowd something extra. Um, we're not going to hear any of that. We're going to hear uh, Graham is on this show. He's on the interruption almost every month. Uh, he is a high energy comic, I guess you would say. Um, really funny guy, but on the interruption, he tends to just um, screw around and and. Um, and just wreck the stage and do anything but prepared material. So again, uh, not really sure. This was almost an all improv show. I don't know why uh, Doug felt the need to 
uh, split it into improv and, and stand up because these stand up guys ended up just uh, pretty much doing improv. Uh, but the fun thing about this is uh, we get to play a little game on the podcast called What's Graham Talking About? And um, as you listen to this clip, try to figure out what's happening or what he's doing physically on stage. And uh, and then when uh, when I come back from uh, from this clip, I will reveal the answer and you will know the glory that is Graham Elwood's uh, improvised stand up material. Uh, I don't know if we could call it material. Um, it's just his act, I guess. Uh, what? All right. So here is uh, here's Graham Elwood doing some crowd work, doing his thing uh, on the Doug Benson interruption. Enjoy it. Seriously, Morrissey. Give it up for him. <laughs> Why are always stupid or whatever his fucking songs are? I don't know what's goddamn music. I listen to Elvis, new lady from Orange County. How are you? <laughs> this show's weird. They talk about AIDS, there's a talking dog, and they made fun of Hitler. I didn't get it. Graham is a great new style of comedian. The, the reference comic that doesn't know what his references are referring to. I don't know what he does. I'm not at all familiar with him. Hey, guy from a show I don't watch, what the fuck's your deal? Burn! Clack a lack! Yeah, dude, sitting on the stage, right on. Yeah, get a haircut. Bag of chips. I made fun of Jake and I made fun of it. Look at me! What do you mean you made fun of it? You just saying bag of chips is not making fun of it. Can't just point it to you. Ah, stool, ha ha, got you. <laughs> Shoes, bird. Look at me, Asian lady. God damn it! All right, uh, Grandma, what everybody? Um, all right, so this top of that clip, uh, as you might have guessed, he was uh, he was pointing to some guy in the audience and saying that he looked like Morrissey, uh, which led to all sorts of weirdness. Um, then <laughs> there was a guy sitting on the stage. This this show always sells out, and at the UCB, when a show sells out, they try to squeeze in everybody they can. By um, there's some there are a few seats on the stage on either side of it, so it's almost like. Uh, you know the, the audience is wrapping around the comic, uh, but when they run out of seats, people tend to they they usually let one row of people sit on the stage, which uh, led to this guy getting mocked for having long hair and sitting uh, basically directly behind Graham. And uh, then there was somebody who had a bag of chips. Uh, you probably figured that out too. This wasn't the most exciting uh, version of the uh, guess what Graham's talking about game, but. Uh, but yeah, so somebody had a bag of chips and got mocked for it. Um, later in in Graham's set, I'm not I'm not going to play this part because it, it'll make zero sense. But uh, he had a he had a a roll of of masking tape in his back pocket for some reason, and he decided to tape off the guy who was sitting on the floor. He used the like a chair or I think the stool. He 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 used the tape to sort of cordon off this one guy, um, and then. <laughs> And then somebody got up uh, to go to the bathroom from the other side of the stage. And so he, the guy who was cordoned off, he moved him into that guy's seat. And when the guy came back, he made that guy get into the little quarantine taped off area. Uh, so that was pretty much his set. Uh, there, there weren't a lot of actual jokes, but there was a lot of, uh, a lot of business happening on stage. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun. So I guess uh, what I'm saying is if you're in LA, check out, 
the Doug Benson interruption, uh, Graham will probably be there and he'll probably do something that you've never seen before and you'll probably never see again and you won't understand it if you hear the audio on this podcast. So that's what it's all about. Um, all right. So I, I mentioned before he, he, he closed the, Graham also closed the show by doing a Nick Swartzen impression. Uh, but I'm closing this show, uh, by going back to Arch Barker's set. And, uh, I'd like to, you know, sort of pick one joke that I really enjoyed, uh, from the, from the night and, uh, and put it sort of in the, in the last slot on this, on this podcast so that, you know, you guys get to leave with a good laugh. Uh, the only setup it needs is, uh, this was, this was prior to, to Arge going into his improv, uh, the improv section of his set. Uh, he was, <laughs> he, 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 he told a couple of jokes and, and when one kind of fell flat, he, uh, he asked Doug if, uh, if he was gonna, you know, help him out by interrupting at all. So, uh, once again, here is Arge Barker. You can interrupt me? Is something funny? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. I got one. I got one. Right. Nice shirt. All right. What does that say on it? Hell? Uh, it says, I've been through Hell's Canyon. What is that? I don't know, it's like a dumb rafting shirt or something. I just, I like, I like the color and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it's it. good for crossing the street at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. It's a safety shirt. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's all right. I, have, I you been, I, have, I, you, have you been through Hell's Canyon? I don't try to wear funny t-shirts, you know. I'm, I just think it's cool and kind of cool. I just like it. But I'm not trying to be like funny. Like that's as a comedian, I think, you know, I would never do that. You know, like I, I saw this one shirt that said, "I'm not gay, but my boyfriend is." I was like, "Whatever." It's like that's not. I didn't think that was funny at all. <laughs> and I asked my girlfriend to take it off. But I'm like, well, that's, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. I'm like, I was like, how can I have a, I was like, how can I have a girlfriend and be gay? I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. I was like, beat it, fag hag. <laughs> Come back when you when you got a funny shirt. <laughs> I'm from the Bay Area, you know. You know, I live up there, and you know, I'm right. proud to proud to be from a very tolerant part of the United States, because we are pro. You know, we we want to let uh, gay, gay people get married, and it's not even an issue. But you go to other parts of the country, maybe down there in, in Chicago, it's very conservative. Hey, Arch. You're from, you're from San Francisco. Are you in favor of gay marriage? <laughs> like, well, I'd like to get to know you first. Was that a Chicago accent you were doing? Hey, Arch! Hey, Archie! Hey! Hey, hey, forget about it. Let's go on some deep dish pizza! <laughs> yeah, I think that is. I'll stand by that. <laughs> But here's the thing, and I know I'm preaching to the converted, a very open-minded, liberal audience. Uh, you, you mind gay marriage? Does it bother you? You say let it happen, right? Because it's not a, it's not a, is it a moral issue? I don't think so. I'm not even going to listen for your answer, sir. <laughs> sir, you were is, talking to a lady. <laughs> no, the gentleman uh, sitting next to her. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm afraid to look now, but I'm pretty sure it's a gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You got to look twice, but yes. Um, <laughs> fucking pig Floyd animals freaking forget about it are you from Chicago again <laughs> no, you keep lapsing into that guy he's coast somewhere here's the point though yes if I could continue improvising here for a second we have to remember that it's not a moral issue it's a tolerance issue and when I tell people that are against it I try to make them realize that I go just accept that p other people have a different lifestyle. Even though you don't agree with that, just let it go and let it be as it is and just accept. And then when you accept that, your heart will open up and you'll be a happier person. Just accept 
that some people are gay. Thousands of people, probably millions of people are gay. And until we find a cure, we will practice unconditional love and acceptance towards these people. And we will let them get married because they're easier to track that way. This is the speech of love. All right, so that was the Doug Benson interruption for August 2006. Hope you enjoyed hearing little highlights from it. Uh, we'll be doing it next month. Uh, next month will be interesting because Doug will be right at the tail end, I think, of his uh, one month of uh, smoking up every day. We'll see uh, how it compares and contrasts, and, and hopefully we'll get him in the studio after to uh, to talk about uh, both months and uh, give us a little preview of what Super High Me might be like. Uh, so, and, uh, and before then, uh, you know, we might have a couple of other podcasts, maybe some interviews, uh, maybe some other comedy content. Uh, you never know, actually more accurately, I never know, uh, what we're going to do on AST radio and that, that's what makes it so much fun. So until next time, guys, I will see you on the board later. <laughs>